Wikipedia.org is a massive site with over 5,275,000 articles in English alone. Whoa, that's a lot. Many people can tell you the accuracy of this knowledge, but Ben Graw, this is the Ben voice, and Garth Remington, this is the Garth voice, are not even smart enough to determine what is true and what is not. Yeah, they're kind of dumb. If knowledge starts conversation, then they will review Wikipedia pages for their entertainment value and find which pages are boring. That's boring. Leave me alone. You're such a loser. And which are interesting. That's so interesting. Wanna have sex? They're doing one page at a time and they're not stopping till they've done every single one. They're going to do all of them? This is the Wiki Review. Like something that you could not do these days, but back in the old days, you feel they would have done. Basically, you get a line of perverts. In summary, Garth. That's me. Hello and welcome to Wiki Review. I'm Ben Graw. I'm Garth Remington. And we are back doing another episode. And this time we're doing amusement park. Ooh, fun. <laughs> it's amusing and it's a park. It is both those things. It's a park that is amusing. And not just like swing sets in a, in a local park like you'd normally think of when you think of amusement park. If you grew up poor like me. <laughs> <laughs> it's more a playground. Yeah. This is uh, amusement parks. Amusement park is the name of the Wikipedia page. And it's all about all the different amusement parks around the world, where they came from, what they're about. I do like that straight away they talk about theme parks and amusement parks. Is there a difference? Well, I imagine theme parks have a theme, whereas amusement parks are just ah. amusement. For example, straight up Disneyland. The theme is Disney stuff. But then there are other amusement parks which are just like, you know, it's got a roller coaster, it's got cotton candy, and it's got a bunch of different stuff. How come on the amusement park page they've got a picture of Disneyland, which is a theme park? Well, because a theme park is an amusement park, but an amusement park isn't necessarily a theme park. Oh yeah, it says here, a theme park is a type of amusement park. Boom. <laughs> the base structures and attractions around a central theme. Pretty much exactly what you said. Look at that, I wasn't even reading it. I will never accuse you of reading. <laughs> <laughs> Fool's errand. Well, so what other parks have they got here? Because that's the Disney World. That's the one in Florida. I've been there. Me too. Disney When did you go there? Or Disney World. Disney World. Oh, I went to Disneyland. Uh, I went to the other one. I went to the world. Yeah, I just went to the land. What do they have at the land? Disneyland was the original one, so it's got a whole bunch of these crappy rides from the 70s. <laughs> it's a small world after all. This yeah, they a- had that there. Because I've been to Disney World and Euro Disneyland, and they pretty okay. much had the same rides. Okay. Not exactly the same rides, but pretty much. Was there Frontier Mountain? Yes, I think there was. Oh, that's the same freaking... Maybe there I did go Space to Space Mountain. Space Mountain. I don't think I... I- I'm going to backtrack. I was seven, so <laughs> my memory is shoddy at best. Did you go on the Carousel of Progress? No, and that doesn't even sound like a ride you'd want to go on. <laughs> I went on that, no. 
that is my favorite ride at Disney World. And before you even tell me what it is, I want to guess. All right, so what's it called again? The Carousel of Progress. I'm guessing it's going to involve slavery, uh, women's rights, TV being invented. And that all sounds really amusing for a seven-year-old to go on. Now, tell me what the hell it is. You got one of those things right. I'm guessing it's TV. It is TV. <laughs> it's Disneyland, so. According to Disney, all progress. You know, we've got all these new rights. Everyone's equal. No, no, the invention of television. That's how we got the cartoons out. That's why we have a theme park. Well, that was one of the things they talked about. I think it starts in like the 1900s and it shows you what the average house would have looked like. And then you go forward 30 years and it shows you what the average house looks like in the 50s and then like in the 80s. And then that's sort of when the ride was made was in the 80s. So the 80s is sort of like this is modern (laughs) times. And then it goes into the future again, which is 30 years. So we're up to about 2010. Ah. I'm watching this in 2014. So this the future was four years ago. So this is four years ago. <laughs> now, how do I guess? I love their future. <laughs> they have like the whole virtual reality like it looked like in the 80s. Oh, God. It is the 80s future. The future. <laughs> Just see these little animatronic puppets doing this like 80s future thing. Like back to the future's concept of the Pretty future. Pretty much, yeah. It's back to to the future. It's like Tron. <laughs> I love that. And they have, yeah, everything is voice activated and futuristic. <laughs> and we have a lot of voice activated stuff now. Isn't that right? Sorry. I think it's one of those things that at the time everyone thought, well, this is possible. It's great. But then as time went by and we actually developed this technology so things can be voice activated, we realized how annoying and confusing it can be. I like the, the Simpsons episode in the future when they're like, sick, activate, soap, <laughs> activate, sick, turn. <laughs> I'd love to say that. To just yell at your appliances. Yes! I think that's the whole point of having like things that respond to your voice so you can yell at it. Well, I have to yell at my phone sometimes to get it to work. <laughs> I yell at my phone too, but there's usually someone at the other end <laughs> who I owe money to. <laughs> Do they have any like band posters on the walls or anything? Like guessing who the future musicians are going to be? No, it's not that much details. Like it's In Excess has another sold out concert. <laughs> <laughs> there's just like a lot of holograms, virtual reality and computer stuff. Were there robots? Yes, there was a robot. Yes! They had a little robot butler thing, I think. What did they have a robot dog? I can't remember. We I know, it was a couple of years ago now, so. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, a lot of Disney World's rides seem to be, you're on some sort of cart, or you're sitting somewhere and you go past some animatronic bullshit. They're- That's everything. Pirates of the Caribbean, It's a Small World. Mm. I um, remember there was one, it was, I don't know what it was called, but you're in a submarine and there were mermaids. And the mermaids... I only remember it because you couldn't see any faces. The submarine doesn't even go underwater. You're underwater, but the top of the submarine still sticks out of the water. But it's the illusion that you're underwater. And you look through a little porthole and there's like these mannequins that are dressed up like mermaids. But you can't see their faces because they put bubbles in front of all their faces. I guess if you saw the face, you'd be like, that's just not realistic at all. (laughs) So we'll cover it up. We'll just put little like pearl looking things. I didn't realize they were bubbles at first. Do these people have like some face fungus or something? What's going on? (laughs) Wow, Acne is really bad under the sea. Yeah, all that salt. It's not good for you. <laughs> uh, maybe this is the high mercury content they talk about in the pollution. Disneyland, pollution. They're looking after us. Do they have the Tower of Terror there? No, not when 
know of that. It's the Twilight Zone ride. So wait, wait, the Tower of Terror like a dream world? No, not at all like dream world. Same name, but completely different ride. Is it a tower? It literally is a tower in this one. Oh, like it's like a castle tower. But it's oh. a haunted hotel. Oh, that's the one I remember. There was the haunted house I went on. And oh, the haunted mansion? Yes. They made an Eddie Murphy movie about it. Oh, I didn't see it, but I imagine if you don't have to. <laughs> it's not his finest work. It's no Beverly Hills cop. It paid a mortgage payment. That's <laughs> what it was there for. He had some kids who wanted to go on a trip somewhere. Yeah, anything like late 90s, early 2000s of Eddie Murphy's, just don't worry. Yes. Even <laughs> up until now, I don't know if he's released anything that's that great. He's just cashing in on the name. And you know what? He's done enough. He can have it. Yeah, he finished during the 80s. That was just like, he did it. He's just turning up to get his check now. <laughs> and you know what? He deserves that. Give him that. I'm not going to go see them, but I'm okay with him doing that. Well, he makes a lot of kids movies these days. But remember Delirious? That was great stand-up. One of the best stand-up shows that ever happened. You couldn't buy it for a really long time. It's not in distribution. It's because he wanted to make kids movies and the content of Delirious is not appropriate for children and no one would put someone who said that in a kids movie. So Eddie Murphy, I did see him do an interview about it where he literally said it was his choice. He made it not distributable. He went out of his way, but you can get it now. And, and they're like, why is it back out now after all that? And I think it's honestly because he's like, look, I've done enough kids movies. I'm established. I don't have to worry. But he said it was, look, that stuff, you know, it, it's dated now. It's okay. So it's not as bad now as it was then. I don't even think he uses the word gay. He used the word fag so many times. <laughs> I think if anything, it's worse now than it was 10 years ago. <laughs> I had a CD of his where I think in one of the bits, he literally talks about going fag bashing with his friends. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. I don't know if he talks about hitting them, but at least harassing them. That's like, as you know, when you're hanging with your friends, you just like making fun of gay guys in the street. Go, hey, hey, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> It's horrible now, but it was the style at the time. Have hmm. you ever seen Dice Clay? He had one show that was recorded, and that's the one show that went off as a recording. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Hey. Uh, b- b- shut the fuck up. His half the set is him talking about how he doesn't like gay people, and just like the crudest, rudest, meanest. But if you go back to the 80s, that was a big thing because AIDS had just come out. Gay was still really taboo back then. Like, it wasn't kind of socially acceptable. And if anything, if it wasn't for Dice Clay and Eddie Murphy being so horrendous, maybe gay people wouldn't have as equal opportunities as they do now. Maybe we wouldn't have made that progress. I bet in the Disneyland progress ride, they should have some Eddie Murphy and Dice Clay in there. When hey, racism is- was acceptable. <laughs> when racism... I think Disney World likes to steer away from racial topics. They just like to sunshine and kittens. And There's everything. a very good reason for that. Walt Disney, a renowned racist. Oh, and I- every family seems to have a faithful dog. Yes, you gotta have a faithful dog. This and- is- Faithful dog turns up a lot in their movies and everything they do. Yes, you gotta have a man's best friend, whether it be Pluto or Goofy. Was there I ever... always wonder about Pluto and Goofy, though. Because one's a dog. They're both a dogs. But one's a person dog. But Pluto seems to be smarter than Goofy, but Goofy can talk. Yes, Goofy's Goofy, and he kind of looks like an idiot. He can barely do anything, but he can talk. But Pluto seems alright. He's pretty on the ball with most things. <laughs> He's pretty okay. He gets through life. Yeah, he hasn't figured out talking. Actually, that makes more sense to me saying it that way. And I'm... how does that proportionally work? work having a mouse on a dog. <laughs> the mouse got the dog to keep the cat away, right? Makes sense. It makes sense to me. Like, I've got some friends that look like dogs that are pretty stupid, and I would say that my border collie is smarter than they are. Like, it, my dog can figure out how to get around. Like, if it's trapped in a room, it could figure out how to get out way quicker than they could. <laughs> like, if my friend was trapped in a room with my dog, the dog would help them out. 
Help me, boy. <laughs> Come on, old yellow. Come on, lassie. Get me out of this well. <laughs> Interesting fact, with skateboarding, there's orthodox and there's goofy is a way of riding. Do you know anything about skateboarding? Yeah, it's left foot. Or it's same with snowboarding. It's, it's If you have your right foot forward, it's goofy. Yes. If you, know, you have your left foot forward, it's regular. And the reason they call it goofy is because there was a cartoon where goofy in the Disney cartoons was riding a skateboard the wrong way around from what normally is done. So everyone called it goofy. Oh, really? So it's actually named after the character. Yes. Just interesting fact. <laughs> See, I know with snowboarding, I ride goofy. Technically, I believe the correct term is fakie. <laughs> <laughs> which I base that completely on a snowboarding video game I played. <laughs> you think they do their research. <laughs> well, I've been snowboarding. I had to order it from the shop and they said, do you want regular or goofy? I'm like, oh, goofy. It's uh, the same way I go on a skateboard too. Snow shop trumps video game. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been snowboarding or skiing or anything? Skiing, not snowboarding. How are you at skiing? I can do it. Because I've only been skiing twice. All my friends went snowboarding. Because snowboarding's the cool one. That's the one everyone's got to do because it's like a skateboard. Whereas my parents just said, just go skiing, trust me. And it's way better to ski. Snowboarding, you spend half your time with a wet bum on your ass trying to move around. But now I can sort of snowboard. I am glad that I do snowboarding rather than skiing. Because it's cooler to say like, yeah, I can snowboard. Saying you can ski is sort of like, ooh, Toity. Exactly. But snowboard's sort of like, that man's cool. He can snowboard. <laughs> so right now everyone's going, well, Ben's cool. Garth's a bit of a douche. <laughs> what a pretentious git. Go to Aspen, huh? <laughs> Get a log cabin, will you? Check your stock portfolio. <laughs> Diversify and hit a double diamond slope, will you? So yeah. yeah. Where I'm doing like an indie nosebone 540 off the half pipe. <laughs> you don't even know what that is. No. Well, it, it was in the video game. <laughs> That's how I know it. <laughs> That's how I <laughs> Close. I am so much better in snowboarding video games than I actually am snowboarding. Well, that's the thing. Everyone's better in a video game because <laughs> everything you can do in the video game, no one can do in real life. The professionals look at that and go, well, that's not possible. I can sort of do a stale fish. Okay. Is that where you touch the board? It's where you grab the bottom of the board and put your arm up like that. <laughs> I'd call that rodeo if I was to name it. I think that that's a stale fish. I got it from a video game. Where the hell did they get the names from? What makes know. that a stale fish? There's no fish. It's not stale. I mean, is that it how just you... sounds cool, though. <laughs> I do like indie nosebone. I don't know where they came up with that, but that's pretty cool. It's not a nose grab or a tail grab, too. There's something completely mm. different. I don't know what an indie nosebone is, but it does sound cool. I think it's when you grab it from, like, the back near your back foot, I think. I don't really know. But it doesn't involve bones or indies. Was indie short for independent? I thought indie was short for Indiana Jones, based on nothing. <laughs> independent bone. Nosebone. Means if you fuck this up, your nosebone is going to come independent from you. <laughs> I think we figured it out. <laughs> have you been to Wonderland in Canada? Well, I've never been to Canada. But have you been to Wonderland? <laughs> oh, no, Wonder Mountain. Oh, no. Wonder Mountain at Canada's Wonderland. I have not, have you? No. But I have been to Wild West Falls at Warner Brothers Movie World. How cool is that? Third picture down, Australia. Why'd they show the Western one? I guess it's just a nice picture. It's a log ride. That's nice. Do they still do the log ride? Yeah, they built it as if they're going to close it down. Do you reckon Dreamworld is so pissed that, that Movie World's on here and they haven't been so far I think they would be because that's our representation in Australia is movie world yeah, Warner Brothers which movie world doesn't really have that many good ro- 
Enterprise. Dreamworld, it's very hard to do everything in one day. Warner Brothers Movie World, you can finish it off and be like, okay, we're done. Like, you don't need to come back. You can do everything at Dreamworld in one day. Like, we used to get the season passes. That's a scam, though. Who goes back? What's the thing? It's like 60 bucks if you go once or 100 bucks to go for a year. But what, are you going to go every week? I just need my weekly dose of the Tower of Terror. <laughs> I like it, but you get bored with it after a couple of visits. Maybe you can do everything in one visit. I just get caught up patting the kangaroos. That's my favorite ride. Though, when was the last time you went to Dreamworld? Oh, I was with Ali. So, in the last six years. That's pretty recent. Yeah. That's all right. Because when I go to Dreamworld, the first thing I do when I walk in the gate, go to the left, I go up to the minecart ride. Then I go across to the rapids. Yes. And I ride that. And then I go across, maybe hit the log ride, and then see what else the park has to offer. So, you do all the old-timey stuff first. Everything that looks like it was from the gold rush. So, this is what happens now. When I go to Dreamworld, walk in, I go to the left. They've closed down the minecart ride. It doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. I can't ride that. I'm like, wait, that's the first ride I've always gone on. What do I go on now? <laughs> and then I go around to the Rapids ride where somebody recently died and they decided to close that down. So that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I don't even know if the log ride there still exists. I think they may have closed down all of that area. The log ride, isn't that all the way at the back now? Yeah, it's just behind the giant drop. I imagine it's still there. I don't really know. Because I think I remember hearing something about someone getting hurt on that too. People have got to stop hurting themselves on the good rides. Maybe they're trying to help you. Like, Ben, mix it up. All right, you're a big boy now. I remember we lost Amazons because someone died. I thought it was because there was a pedophile. No, I thought it was someone died on the toboggan. I also heard someone lost their limb or something on one of the shotguns. There's a lot of rumors that went around about Amazon. It's still- they went under because of all the vicious rumors <laughs> circulating about them. There were like 20 of them. Dreamworld is a rumor mill that closed down Amazons. <laughs> they were doing well and they went to Sydney huh. and they sort of closed down Amazons here and went to Sydney. But going to Sydney didn't work. So then they decided to come back to Brisbane and Brisbane, well, we tend to hold a grudge a little. <laughs> we do. <laughs> and we're like, oh, we're good enough for you now, are we? Especially when you pick Sydney. Sydney. <laughs> We shouldn't have reopened on Origin. <laughs> that was the mistake. <laughs> So yeah, they reopened here, but it never really went well for them. And then either someone lost their limb on a shotgun, a kid died on the toboggan, or there was a pedophile there. One of these things happened. Or possibly all three. All three. (laughs) And it was kind of the final nail in the coffin. (laughs) Or neither of these things. Or or just (laughs) a vicious rumor mill. (laughs) But it's still there, you know. You can drive past the closed down Amazons. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Well, the last time I went past it. I thought they turned it into a housing estate. Maybe they have. I was in a park with someone recently and they said, did you know we're standing in Amazons? I'm like, Really? Maybe that's just another vicious rumor. Because it's in Jindalee. It's not far from here. To be fair, the last time I drove past and saw it was about 10 years ago. And everything's houses now. So I really got to stop basing all my facts on things I saw a decade ago. (laughs) Everything I saw a decade ago is now unrecognizable. It's now some, yeah, cookie cutter houses. Yeah. So have you been to any of these other parks? No. Because they got... Don't fall at Prague, Warner Madrid. Pacu? Pacu, Warner Madrid. It's Spanish, so I don't know. Uh, it looks like a kick-ass roller coaster, though. It does. That. Got like two Eiffel Tower looking things. Is that two different rides? Like there's the roller coaster, which goes round and round. But then are those other ones like just an up and down that go back and forth? Because they both go straight up and they'd have to come straight back down. Because but- I thought you just follow the track and just go through it forwards and backwards. Oh. Uh. 
Uh, I'm just looking at it going, but how do you get into it? Like, you'd have to get in at the bottom and then maybe here. Wenched up in that little building. It looks cool with all the twists and turns and the loop and stuff. Mm. And it looks like you go on the outside of the loop, not the inside. Oh, that's cool. And it rotates. I wonder if YouTube has this. Do you think people film themselves on these rides? You'd imagine so at some point. Like, those shows where they show footage of people doing stupid things. I remember there was one with a kid about to fall out of a roller coaster ride. He was like a short, fat kid. And his mum's next to him laughing her ass off, having the time of her life. And he's like about to die. <laughs> so somehow they film that. All right. So here's the roller coaster. Oh, wow. They actually have it. Yeah. YouTube. It has everything. So yeah, you go up one of these things. things it, and you go down. You scream. Go down. Oh, so you're on the outside of the thing. I'm getting sick just watching this. And then you do the loop. Spins and loops. And then you go and up, then you the, go other up the other side. And then, yeah, you're going to come back down. Oh, it grabs you when you get up there and it pulls you up again. Yeah. It's pulling you up, pulling you up. And it's going to drop you. So now you've got to do the whole track backwards. Oh, so you're facing the wrong way to it. Yeah. You do it forwards and backwards. Oh, that's cool. Double the mileage out of the same track. Clever, clever. We only have to build half as much. The, the whole thing looks like it's over and done within a minute. One minute and eight seconds it takes to ride this ride. And there was no one in some of the seats there. <laughs> that's what you're taking I think even the this. front seat was empty, which that's the best seat. Oh, did you hear about Fabio? No, I've heard things about Fabio, but probably not the thing you're about to tell me. <laughs> All right. Fabio Roller Coaster Goose. I may have heard this how you said it, but just say it again anyway. <laughs> I've seen the footage. It's real. It, they actually caught it. Like they opened some. Say rides. those words again. Fabio. Fabio. Roller coaster. Goose. It comes up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. Autocorrect. This is a real thing. They opened a roller coaster somewhere in the world, and to make a celebrity on the first ride, they put Fabio front and center on the ride. So he's yeah. in the front seat, which you say is the best. As he goes <laughs> on the roller coaster. Oh, it's Fabio. He needs that face. That's his living. That's that's all he has. That in his chest. What do you reckon would be going through his head when a bird hits him in the face, though? Like, just, oh my god. I think he broke his nose. And the best part is, he's the only one who got hit. Everyone <laughs> Fabio, else. why him? Like, out of all the people to <laughs> get hit, if you're a singer or something. See, his nose is all blooded up. Oh my god. And everyone's wearing white around him. No one got touched except him. But you don't see him get hit. Clearly they didn't catch it. Maybe they didn't. I thought you said you saw that he got hit. Well, you can see there he got hit. I saw a thing I on saw TV that about it. So he gets hit in the face with a bird. He gets oh. hit by a goose and it's just him, no one else. What are the odds? And this is why I don't ever go in the front. So he gets hit by a goose. He may be the only person. Oh, Fabio. Oh, well, he's, he's had a hard... No, he hasn't. He's had a, <laughs> he's had a really good life. And because of that face, though. He's, he's thinking of suing on the way back down. <laughs> what are you going to do, sue the goose? Are you going to sue the roller coaster people? Oh, you'd sue the shit out of the roller coaster people. <laughs> you reckon the first thing that owners see is just like, oh, we're getting sued the fuck out of us. <laughs> this was a bad call. We paid him to turn up to do this. Now we have to pay him. Plus, who's going to ride that roller coaster anymore? It kind of had the opposite effect. <laughs> we brought him in. We paid him money to ride our roller coaster so we could advertise. And all we've done is make people not want to do it. Or it could have the opposite effect where people start coming. They're going like, yeah, I want the roller coaster that took out Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> I like this roller coaster. Even up for the rest of us. And I mean, if either of us got hit in the face by a goose on a roller coaster, we sued them. We'd get like enough for a band-aid and maybe like some stitches. Fabio, that's millions of dollars of reconstruction right there. They're screwed. That's the cost of the roller coaster. Though was it just superficial damage and he was healed and back to normal in no time? Well, you could see it broke his nose. Like he's bleeding. Like mm. it didn't look like his face was messed up. But this is Fabio. He needs intricate details to be perfect. See, Fabio's funny because although he's very muscular, I don't picture him to be a good fighter. He'd be too worried about getting hurt, I'd imagine. Yeah. Like not my face, not my face. 
face. I, I reckon that'd be <laughs> that'd be just his... imaginary. Like he pins you up against the wall. You got to take a swing. It's like not my face, not my face. <laughs> if he was a superhero, that would be his catchphrase. I'm Fabio. Not in the face. He's money maker. Although you imagine he's kind of made the money that he's ever gonna make. He's already done. I can't believe it's not butter. Once a guy who's famous for looking good does a butter commercial, there's not really much left. You know, I really couldn't believe it wasn't butter. Really? I had an inkling. I mean, the fact that they say it's not. No, the first couple of times I had it, even now I'm still like, nah, bullshit, it's just butter. <laughs> Which the greatest... I can't believe it. It's not. <laughs> it's incredulous, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Maybe that's true. Maybe it just is butter. They're like, we'll just market it as not butter. <laughs> and people spend the whole time going, I can't believe it's not butter. Like, it really is. Also, he got hit by a goose. Out of all the birds you could get hit by, goose is probably the worst. That's a big bird. You get hit by an albatross. I mean, if you got hit by an emu, that's probably the worst. What are the odds of that, though? That's not going to happen on a roller coaster. If you got hit by an emu, someone threw it. There's a catapult involved. <laughs> <laughs> we really wanted to help the emu fly. They're a bird. They want to fly. So we invented this catapult. And somehow, Fabio was on a roller coaster. <laughs> that seems like an old-timey carnival attraction, like the flying emu. And really, <laughs> they just load it into a catapult and just launch it. <laughs> like something that you could not do these days. But back in the old days, you feel they would have done. Look, there's a flying emu. We told you. Hey, isn't that a different one from the last one? No, no, it's the same guy. That's Gary, the flying emu. But I think the gag would be easier to do with penguins and still get the same effect. Yes. Get a couple of penguins and just launch them. Also, because they're just funny looking. Look, they're in little tuxedos. They seem so formal. Any act where they push an animal off a diving board. That's... <laughs> it's totally unnecessary. It's <clears throat> cruel, it's rude, but you can't help but giggle. Jesse the diving cow. <laughs> it doesn't want to do it. <laughs> it's really unhappy because it knows what's about to happen. <laughs> if you want to taste the sourest milk ever... <laughs> <laughs> Poor cow. Uh, the toughest, rankest steak you could possibly make. Which makes me think, like, because we're up to Origins now, just down the page a little bit. What did they have as the original rides? Because they got the oldest one, is from the Middle Ages. It was called Bartholomew Fair in England in 1133. Every time I see a picture of an old-timey fair, there's always, like, a stick with some ribbons coming off it, and the kids are holding <laughs> the ribbons. I'm like, that's the shittest ride ever. <laughs> you don't even get to sit down. You have to be the cart yourself. That's <laughs> dancing around the maypole. You gotta come down to my amusement park. I got a stick with some ribbons hanging off it. <laughs> so the track was invented before the cart. Well, you'd hope so. Otherwise that cart's not gonna stay on track. <laughs> but yeah, so what did they have at the earliest one? This is what gets me, like 11.33. They have here, you could visit freak shows, acrobats, conjuring, and jugglers. So they had magicians. Even magicians got work back then. There was a lot of performers then. I don't think they had many rides. I think the conjuring, though, it was less like a magic trick and more like literally magic. Like, wow, he actually made a fireball. Like Merlin probably worked there. Because even today with a lot of theme parks, although you think of rides when you think of theme parks, there are a lot that focus more more on other things like movie world and disney world do tend to focus more on the shows that they put on more than anything and the parades mm. they have going through the streets their rides aren't necessarily as good as some others but they just the atmosphere they create and mm. they have street performers yeah and yeah like, like movie world will have like you actually watch a movie and they've what do they call it like 9d or something where they mm. have like you know they squirt you in the face with water i paid money to get squirted in 
the face with water. Yay, thanks, Fonzie. Plus, if you go to those places, you find you're more overwhelmed with mascots. Dreamworld has their yes. mascots, but you see them very rarely. There's like one person doing it who goes around sometimes and says hey to the kids. But at Movie World and Disney World, mascots are just everywhere. Mm. You can't go to a corner without seeing some mm. character walking around. Like Disneyland is all about, you know, you've got someone always dressed up as Mickey and Minnie mm. and running around. And that's, that's what people are looking for. A lot of times they go there just to see this poor person who's stuck in this suit. I always feel sorry for those people. It sounds like it'd be a horrible job being stuck in any sort of suit. Oh my God, I just remember. One of my earliest memories. Do you remember the Grundy Bear? The hell is the Grundy Bear? <laughs> is it, it like the Grundy TV? I'm not even sure. It was just a dude dressed in a bear suit at some... So I, don't, I think it was on the Gold Coast somewhere. It might have been an amusement park. It might have been a shopping center type thing. One of my earliest memories is giving the finger to the Grundy Bear. <laughs> I bet he had it coming. I bet he did too. Actually, no, he didn't. I remember him coming up being like, just, (laughs) little kid just, and then he did the, you know, the the hands over the face thing, like, ooh, that was naughty. (laughs) It was totally uncalled for. I don't know why. (laughs) He's just like, well, I'm glad this one just didn't punch me in the crotch. (laughs) That's what they usually do. I couldn't be in one of those suits because I'm like, I bet you get hit by kids a lot. Oh, absolutely. Just I bet they hit you. I bet they bite you. They bite you. They hit you. Or they're a little too affectionate because their head's at crutch height and you just, it's just not a good look. <laughs> the idea of walking anywhere with like kids attached to your legs. Oh no. That'd it's be- just like, you've got that awkward like <laughs> clop, clop, You've clop. already got this giant head on, so it's hard to balance. <laughs> now you've got kids on your feet and if you fall over or you mm. hurt them in some way, you get in trouble. It's not like, well, maybe the kid shouldn't have done that. That's your job is to be a climbing aid for children. You're just another theme park kids jungle gym. That's the kid's advantage is they go, you're more obsessed with my well-being than I am. I will do any sort of crazy suicidal bullshit and you will run to my aid every time. (laughs) I'm not liable. (laughs) Because if I get seriously hurt, you are in way more trouble than I am. I'll probably get a lollipop. I'll get a lollipop, special attention. Hell, my parents are probably going to get money out of this. (laughs) And I'll get a visit to the toy store. It's true. As a kid, that should be your one, like, mission in life is to just try and find a way to hurt yourself in every public uh, or private property. You shouldn't have had that out there. Every kid I know that broke their arm when I was in school got a really cool present afterwards. Oh, wow. That never broke my arm, so I wouldn't know. You'd almost hope to break a bone because then you could get, like, a new Nintendo. (laughs) Especially if it's your parents' fault. Then you get some really cool stuff and a lifetime of, like, being able to hold that over them. (laughs) You broke my arm. Look, I looked away for a second. I left you in a padded little play area. Somehow, while I had to go pee, you managed to escape the bars. I don't, I still don't know how you did it. (laughs) Escape the bars, cross a road, (laughs) find a dog that's tied up behind a fence. You climbed a barbed wire fence. That didn't hurt you. And somehow find a rabbit dog. And that's my fault. Yeah, I was in- All your fault. (laughs) You don't love me. (laughs) You just don't get it, dad. I want Super Mario Brothers as well. (laughs) The new one, not any of the old ones. (laughs) So amusement parks 
started in 1133. And you think of, like, they say they got Conjurer's Freak Shows. They probably didn't have pony rides, because that's probably how you got there. There's an 1893 Ferris wheel. That was the original Ferris wheel, invented by um, Oliver Wheel. That would have been terrifying, this ride. It's got the reputation as the boringest freaking ride on the planet. The whole point of it is, oh, I go up in the air really high. Which, back then... On this rickety piece of wood. (laughs) This concept has never been done before. (laughs) Would you get in a ride that never been invented... And this one's different because the original one, you can see, like, usually these days, a Ferris wheel, you're on this, like, little tiny seat that rocks back and forth, and, like, you're always on it with someone who's going to rock it and try and spin it all the way around. They look like apartments. That's a completely enclosed... That's bigger than my house, each one of those little compartments. See, that's huge. They're literally buildings. They are. They look like train cars. I reckon there'd be a toilet in there, put a TV in there. Like, people would get would on the ride. you rent an apartment in a Ferris wheel? I'd think about it. What's the broadband connection like? Is it broadband ready? Yeah, they got wires running up all these beams. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. It's probably better than my place right now. The only downfall in it is where you are on the Ferris wheel would be determined by who wants to get off. Like, if you're stuck in the air on the bright side, best TV reception. Downside, if you wanted to get milk, you got to annoy everyone else. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to get out and you're up here, you'd have to go all the way around and all these people would have to move their apartments would move around in a circle. Mm. Like, you'd be there asleep at night, then suddenly your apartment moves and you're like, I bet that's Bill at number 30. 33. Always has to get up late to get a Mars bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so the Ferris wheel, it started off then and somehow over time it got worse. It's basically the same ride these days. You don't need to improve it. That's over a hundred years old and it's still the same premise. It's just a wheel. So you can go up in the air and go, ooh, I can see my house from here. So they're talking about like that 1896, they had like the Midway, cool. which is where they had like the shooting galleries, penny arcades, ah, Game that's... of Chance and shows. It's called the Midway, is it? Yeah. Oh, uh... You know, like at the Echo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's where all where the shit is. Step right up, folks. That's called the midway. That's cool because it's yeah in between stuff. I imagine. Hmm. I remember the the shooting things at uh, Disneyland. I love those shooting games. I do. I'm really good at them. And they got all kinds of little cool things all through it. It's fun. Penny and- arcades. I would like to play a game that costs a penny, though I don't have any pennies. I imagine in Australia you'd just get five goes. True. <laughs> No, but the games weren't very good and only worth a penny. Yeah. I'm thinking of playing like games today for five cents, but I'd have to play old timey games. Yeah, it'd be something really crappy. It would have been something that came out in 1869. And also the, a penny arcade isn't like video games. What did they have at penny arcades then? Because I can't imagine. Oh, it's just a little thing. You put a coin in and it spins around and you go, ooh, that was fun. Oh, really? See that machine there? Yeah, it just the makes wookie the hole caves. I don't know what it does. A peep show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember those? That was 20. 25 cents. That's what you get for 25 cents. For 25 cents, you get to see mannequins dressed in lingerie. No, a peep show was you actually rotate it yourself and it shows the dance of the seven veils or something. The chick gets naked. So you make a short little 10 second silent. Silent black and white softcore porn. And and people pay a penny to watch it. Basically, you get a line of perverts. You're watching it, but you know that if there's a line, there's a guy behind you who's got deviant thoughts and I couldn't really concentrate. (laughs) I wouldn't feel safe in that queue. Well, the internet probably only got started because of the porn. That was in the back of everyone's head who, who was an early adopter as they heard all this like, you know, you get lots of porn. Oh, there's just free porn out there. This is If it wasn't for porn, it probably wouldn't be so successful. Which you come to these days now, there's probably more cat videos than porn. Do you reckon that's to do with women have jumped into the internet? At first it was just nerdy guys who'd never seen a woman. They're like, oh, I could see a naked woman. Let's get the internet. And other guys were like, oh, naked women. That's good. And then women went, oh, what's, what's, what's this internet thing you guys are going on about? Nothing, nothing. You don't need to see it. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'll have a try. Oh, there's a cat 
video. And now there's more cat videos. Because I don't even know what I did on the internet in the 90s. I remember. Even the early 2000s. What did I do on the internet? I sat there and waited for things to slowly download forever. But what were you downloading back then? Because you wouldn't have been downloading music in the 90s. Because Napster didn't really start till like 99, 2000. Yep, yep. And even then, then that's really the only place you're doing that. What did I do? There was no YouTube. There was no social media. Google. Chat rooms? Yeah, where chat we just went and talked to anonymous people. That was big in the 90s. That we all got big. into that. But now I couldn't imagine why I'd want to do yeah. that. I don't even want to talk to you. I mean, why <laughs> I want to talk to some random stranger. I could do that on the street. <laughs> <laughs> it's still around, but it's just a place where people can come together and talk about something they're obsessed mm. about, which is the other thing the internet's created is it doesn't matter what your fetish is or what your obsession is. There's like a thousand other people out there also willing to pay a cover charge to talk about it. <laughs> uh, good old internet. Because <laughs> Wikipedia wasn't even around in the 90s. Yeah. It came out 2010s or something. You know, I remember yeah, you get on the internet, you dial up. <laughs> Then you go to Alta Vista. Or Yahoo. Or Yahoo, because they were things. <laughs> Alta Vista at one stage was the most visited website on the internet. Really? Well, now it's nothing. Now it, does it even exist? You I'm can connect gonna... via AOL. <laughs> no, my dad went for the cheapest thing he could find. I think it was called QuickNet, which it should have been called CheapNet because it, was, it wasn't quick, but it was cheap. <laughs> I think it was run by some local guys who just had like a computer and went, yeah, yeah, give us some money and we'll hook you up to the internet. And it probably went to AOL. <laughs> and then after you connect up, you open up your Netscape Navigator. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> With the little um, ship steering wheel. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then you watch it go bar by bar as each picture opens up. That's how I know how a picture loads is because I've seen it load stage by stage before. <laughs> so now it does it in the blink of an eye. But I know it's loads like in little bars. I remember in school when we got the internets, arcade games. I play mm. like Pong. The Pong where you got to delete the blocks, whatever that's called. They were called arcade games, but they were just little games that you wouldn't pay money to get on your Nintendo. But probably came with the amusement park free demo. Oh yeah, I found like heaps of those little sites that just had little arcade games. That, yeah, basically mobile phone games. Yeah, that's what I did in school instead of learning. <laughs> they gave us the internet to help us. <laughs> it did not. Uh, the internet did help to procrastinate though. It did. You could procrastinate for hours on the internet. You can just get lost. But then after a time, okay, I've talked to someone about gardening. I've jerked off way more than I could possibly. I just can't anymore. I just can't. He's gone. <laughs> what do I do now? So they have Blackpool and Coney Island Trolley Park We used to ride that trolley like, so This is in 1895 There's a picture of it Well a, a drawing What did they have? Seaside There was a lot of ones by the ocean Yeah they did like their ocean Steel Pier Oh wow it's still around Is it? 2010 and 1910 Ah the merry-go-round We forget that one That looks like it's the prime attraction of this place though Which that barely rates as an amusement park anymore It looks like where the Joker should live <laughs> It does! <laughs> <laughs> it's his fortress of solitude Dreamland Land. <laughs> they put Dreamland on there, but not Dream World. 1907. Where is it? 1907. It just looks like a big tower. Whose dream is that? It's a weird dream. There's a pool and a tower. Good on you. A uh, Coney Island. Dreamland on Coney Island, huh? I've never been to Coney Island, but it sounds like a wonderful place. Or at least it was in the mid 1900s. <laughs> now it's probably just like really haunted. It seems like now would be a backdrop for a Scooby Doo episode. What do we got? Drop down. Let's look at this before. Rides, Rides and, and attractions. attractions. Let's just 
just go straight here because that's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> Let's do this. And this is exactly right. When you go to an amusement park, do you worry about the theme or like the history? No. Where's the roller coaster? I want to get on the wipeout. I want on the claw or the whatever. Straight to the rides. What do we got here? Okay, well, they got flat rides. There is a core set of flat rides which amusement parks have, including the Enterprise, Tilt-A-Whirl, Gravitron. Oh, yeah, they just give a list of rides. They're all essentially the same kind of thing. So, yeah, flat rides. The I just wipeout is a flat ride. Yeah, because they got a picture of something that essentially looks like the wipeout. It does. That is it? essentially the wipeout. Yeah. I'm- and that's a flat ride? Because I didn't think that'd be a flat ride. I thought a flat ride would just have to stay... On the ground. But I guess it's kind of just a fixed ride where you move on the spot or you move... Like, it doesn't go anywhere because it's in one spot. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I don't think it's a definite rule. I did. If you go back up a second, it just sort of said something at the top of the rides and attraction. It talked about the early rides was the carousel, which is the merry-go-round, which was originally developed from cavalry training methods. How cool is that? The merry-go-round that you put your kid on because it's a horse going up and down. Clearly, that's how they train people to fight in wars. Well, I always thought of if you got those maypoles yep. that you were talking about, the stick with the ribbons, and just tied the ribbon to like a horse and made it go around. Then you got yourself a merry-go-round, which is arguably better than the ones we've got because you're not riding a shitty fake plastic horse. That's true. And it's actually a pony ride sort of thing. Because I wondered if that's how merry-go-rounds started. I like to think that at first it was just a pony ride. Then someone got some like spears. And speared it through (laughs) the horse. The horses kept bolting. So we figured it's just better to like impale them. (laughs) Kids, you having fun? Stop crying. (laughs) Stop. Why are you crying? Don't hurt that horse too much. We're going to eat it later. And yeah, Gravitron. Gravitron. They're always fun, but I can only do it a couple of times before I feel like I'm want to throw up and, and the gravitron is a ride where not only do you not want to throw up you don't want anyone, anyone. <laughs> to throw up on the ride that you're on to the the left or the right depending which way it spins i have been in line for a gravitron and then been told that they're closing the ride for a little while because somebody had thrown up <laughs> and i was kind of glad that i didn't get to go on it on that ride i'm glad i came a little late have you seen a dream world at the bottom of the tower of terror it looks like the tower is coated in vomit every time i've ever been there it looks <laughs> it kind of looks looks like the bottom of I'm pretty sure it's throw up I don't think I've ever seen anyone throw up from a ride though I've heard of it but yeah I've never actually seen someone who's thrown up I think I've seen not on the ride but they've come off and thrown up which that's mm. okay that's why they have those plants right off the exit of the ride <laughs> and that's why <laughs> that those, probably is why they have them there well they probably weren't plants originally but people threw up there so much that it just cultivated a rich soil <laughs> now there's a tree you don't have to feed those plants ever <laughs> we've never watered them we didn't even plant them we've actually put poison there somehow and they keep going. <laughs> now the Gravitron, that always hurt my cheeks. I always walked off going, ow, like my cheeks hurt now. But it was fun to go upside down. Yes. Because at first you, you sit there and you get pinned and then you try to move yourself upside down. At Dream World, there is another ride that sort of spins you the opposite way to the Gravitron. They got the Gravitron and they got one that's close by it. If you go on one then the other, you will throw up. Because one spins you one way, then the other spins you the other way and then you throw up. Is that the Enterprise where you're in that little cart thing and there's no seat belts and you spin around really fast and then you go upside down that might be it yes <laughs> and just because you're going so fast it keeps you pinned in your seat you can go upside down without needing a seatbelt. that's pretty crazy isn't it it's based on the same principle if you know you get a bucket full of water and, and you, you spin, spin it around really fast a centrifuge yeah it'll Inertia. just it'll just keep it in there mm. you'd have to be very confident when you build that though wouldn't you should we at least have seatbelts just in case nah they'll be fine they're cool it's a science thing then it breaks down halfway <laughs> 
We got roller coasters. I bet everyone knows what roller coasters are. Yes, that's when your friend puts a drink on a table and they don't have a coaster, so you roll it over to them. <laughs> At least it was in my house. <laughs> I bet you somebody has tried to put wheels on the bottom of a coaster yes. and call it a roller coaster. The roller coaster, it rolls over to you. That just sounds like a stupid idea that someone would have thought of. Tried to have sold. It'd probably be horrible. That's a good way to get your drink knocked off. Because if you, the table, if it's not perfectly flat, well, you're going to watch it slowly go to the edge and just fall <laughs> off. And I bet the person who invented that didn't really think that through when they invented that. Yeah, they got bemused by it. It's the roller coaster. Huh? Huh? I'll make a million dollars. Which I don't know if there are many instances where I need to roll a drink to you. Especially with a coaster. Don't get me wrong, it's fun when the cowboys at the in the saloon do the you know throw the, the drink down the, the mm. bar. But ultimately that just spills the drink. It never works. Be a fun novelty item, but rarely are we in a situation where I want to give you a drink and the only obstacle between us is a long flat surface. <laughs> yes. And you really can't be asked walking. All Usually the way like you're me. on one side of the room, I'm on the other, so mm. there's nothing for I can't put it on the floor because it's carpeted. It will just spill <laughs> It's too big a risk Actually it will come in handy with us Because usually when we drink I mean we like to stay At the other ends of a room mm. With a flat surface between us Like you know rich dining halls Like when the two people Eat at the ends Of some really long table That's when it would Come in handy Although how good Are the bearings on it Because you'd roll it And it'd stop halfway Then you'd have to get up And walk all the way over anyways <laughs> It's gonna stick and nudge it Well then you just need Like a rope or something Pull it over Or if the wheels Aren't perfectly aligned As it rolls It's gonna slowly veer To the left <laughs> or do you remember those little toy cars that you'd get where you just have to like pull them back a couple of times to yes! save up the roll let and then go. let it go? <laughs> That'd be the perfect roller coaster. All right, we should do this. Because you could put it in where a measurement on there where it tells you depending on the distance of how many rolls you've got so you can park it directly in front of them. That'd be cool. You just got to know the exact distance in centimeters. And it has to be very accurate, very straight. I know this is a bad idea, but you've talked me into it. I want to do this now. It'd probably be way more expensive than it's worth. To set up. The cost of it would not be what people would be willing to pay for it for the novelty effect because this will be sold right next to like fake vomit. That's so, like, what is the best roller coaster you've been on? Or what roller coasters have you been on? Well, Dream World, Movie World. Dream World, there was the Thunderbolt, which I think is now gone. I know someone who made that, not by himself. <laughs> he was one of the guys who welded it together. That's cool. No, if you knew him, then you wouldn't trust it. <laughs> Was kind of rickety towards the end. They have the cyclone there now. And they have the other one that I don't know what they call it, like a saw band or something. Oh, the buzz saw or something like that. It's just a circle one though. Because that's also the Terra Terra follows a roller coaster track, but it's only a small. It just goes up and then back down. Yeah. And this one just goes round in a circle. I don't know which one's the best, but Tower of Terror is definitely the worst. Like the giant drop, that's scary. That's cool. Mm -hmm. That gets your heart racing, really gets your bladder up in your throat because you drop. But the Tower of Terror, I remember sitting there blinking. And then I missed it Well that was the ride I waited in line for half an hour And I just went up Down What happened? Oh Oh I gotta get off now Okay <laughs> Okay Now they do it backwards Technically it's gonna be backwards No matter what Cause you go up and then back down So now you go up backwards And, and go down, down forwards. forwards Well that might be better Cause then you're facing the ground You can see it It's called the Tower of Terror 2 <laughs> And all they did is flip the car It was genius Genius It's a whole new ride We just put the seats around the other way I remember cause I went to it When it was pretty new And you know It's a theme park They have to like do some drama Some 
pageantry for you. The guy who was like loading you onto the cart, he was trying to do whatever it is they told him, but he didn't really care either. And I think the theme was you're in like a mine that's about to blow up or something. So you got to get on the cart to get out. So he's there like, oh, get on it. Get on it. It's going to blow. But he said it exactly like that, like kind of satirically. <laughs> like he, even he wasn't convinced by his performance. Mm. Like, I appreciate that. We are in Australia. That's fair enough. If you were to come out and be like, oh my God, get out. It's going to blow. We'd be like, settle down, mate. <laughs> no one likes you. Though we know someone who did, there was an Alien vs. Predator game there where it was basically, you know, like laser tag sort of oh, yeah, yeah. thing and you had to shoot people and there were aliens and stuff. Was it like regular laser tag, laser force sort of thing where it's two teams or were there like the themed people that you had to shoot? No, there were two teams. Ah, oh, okay. So it's just, they just called it Alien vs. Predator and it's laser force. But there were some people in there who were employees who played as well and just to bulk up. They the had numbers. some story. I can barely remember, but I know Mike Bennett. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was one of the people who worked there. Oh, cool. He's done a lot of that. Mm. Yeah, which is fun. He gets to do character acting. But he wasn't dressed up as like an alien, was he? Or a predator? No, I think he was a soldier. See, now, I'd be really into laser tag if I could dress up as predator. That would be pretty cool. That's that's my predator impression. <laughs> I don't know what it is about them. They're always gargling, which is hard to do when you have two separate lower jaws. I just want to go back for a second. I just noticed with the flat rides, the wipeout one we were talking about before, it's called a hus top spin ride. It's called Ramsey's Revenge. I like this. They always theme different rides. Well, it does look kind of Arabic. I want to say. Ramsey's. That's it's the, Egyptian. That'd so. be Egyptian. It's the wipeout. Is that what pharaohs did to people? Did they spin them around and make them go up and down and around? Well, maybe you're in a suck. Sarcophagus. Maybe they put you in a sarcophagus and throw you down like a well. And people, before they die, they're like, actually, this is kind of fun. You should make a ride out of this. Yeah, you could just imagine you're in a coffin, you get thrown down a hill and you're tumbling down and all you can hear from the coffin is, <laughs> so many rides have these stupid themes. I was going to say the wipeout because this is essentially the wipeout. But the wipeout at least makes sense because you're moving around like you're stuck in a wave. And this one, it says it's the first of that kind to include water. So you can see the people, they're upside down. They're getting sprayed in the face for some water. From a fountain. Yeah, whereas the wipeout doesn't have water, does it? I mean, he's a pharaoh. He's in Egypt. It's like a desert. There shouldn't be water spraying you in the face. The wipeout should have... They should swap. The Nile. I am a little in denial, but... <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, worth it. See, I reckon my favorite roller coaster that I've been on is the Rock and Roll roller coaster, which Where's is that? a. It wasn't at Disney World. They had like Universal Studios. I've been there too. Was, yeah. It was something else. It was some studio thing that was just off from it. Okay. But yeah, they have it's an Aerosmith roller coaster. About time. Aerosmith have recorded a song that's in sync with the roller coaster. So you have speakers in your roller coaster, and you got to go onto a gig and take. But you're a band member going to the Aerosmith gig <laughs> and you've got to get there fast and you're in I think it's a taxi that's just going crazy <laughs> and so the music intensifies and stuff as you do things oh that's cool <laughs> and so you can hear the song the whole time and it's sort of like deafeningly loud as you're doing like all these flips and yeah. stuff like that yeah when they want you to get onto the roller coaster they do tell you to walk this way oh I was gonna say that <laughs> but they Which is the Aerosmith pun. Yeah, it was a sweet emotion. I can't remember whether it was getting on or getting off, but they do tell you to walk, walk this, this way. way. <laughs> I bet Run DMC has a problem with that. We didn't get nothing for it. 
I like that Aerosmith, when going to a gig, it would be like a roller coaster. Yeah, you're off your face. Like everything's kind of going upside down and you're kind of veering left and right. Yeah, I could see that. Really, the taxi's staying stationary and you're just on drugs. <laughs> they just. And that's the Aerosmith ride. You just take some acid and sit in a car. <laughs> it's not even an amusement park, you're actually in a parking lot. Though I do remember doing one in Germany at Beerfest. On this roller coaster, it's simple that you go into this big room thing and it's completely dark in there. Aside from a couple of lit up monsters that are like, they're just like statues, they don't even move or anything. <laughs> but you're also spinning around in circles, like your cart's spinning around in circles as you're following this track and you're in the dark and you're at Beerfest. I was going to say, this sounds like it would be the most thrown up on ride. It doesn't even have to move. But I've had like 12 pints, 12 tankards, 12 steins. Steins. That's, That's the big one liter thing of beer. Because I have one around here somewhere. Oh, like you see that big cup there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that shit in it? Yeah. That's, Steins. That's a stein. And that's huge. Drink yeah. a liter of anything. I was so surprised how little vomit I saw around Beer Fest. Because it's actually set up like a carnival or an amusement park where there's all these kick-ass rides. Oh, wow. There's even, I saw a roller coaster there that was called the Olympia because it had the five rings of the Olympics. There were five loops that were on the ride and they were all different colors yeah, like to the... signify the Olympic rings. Oh, wow. And I was like, I've never seen a roller coaster with five loop-to-loops before. Because you do three and then you would come back around and do the other two. But yeah, no throw up everywhere. No. I think that this is an Australian thing. Like Germans, <laughs> they drink a lot all the time and they can handle it and they're responsible with it. We're Australians. You're not drunk unless you've thrown up. You got to drink until you're sick. In Germany, you can drink on public streets. Wow. Trust. <laughs> Meanwhile, at, at Beer Fest, if you see someone throwing up, you'd be like, oh, there's an Australian. <laughs> I was glad I didn't vomit on any of the rides because I had had a few steins by that point. <laughs> and it must make the rides a lot better. Just, Whoa, I'm getting thrown around everywhere, man. It hasn't started yet. And the food they sell there is like all greasy chicken and oh, yeah. pork and stuff like that. Because it's all German food. Yes. Sausages. Oh, yeah. And it's just like that and beer and roller coasters and still no vomit. No vomit. Just Well, that's the exact food you should be eating when you're drunk. They've got it figured out, man. How about train rides? Have you been on any good train rides? I've been on train rides. Good ones, no. I'd go as far as to say that's usually the boringest ride on the whole thing. I always figured the train rides were mostly to get transport around mm. the park. Because that's usually the only time I take it if I'm like, well, look, the train's going to be here soon and we want to get to this area. We could just sit and let the train take us there. Yeah, it's a transport. That's what we think of trains as. Some places they'll have like, you know, theater performance as you go through. Like you'll go past pirates or something. But still, that's I've like... I've seen more boat rides that do that. Does Dreamworld have the... It's a paddle boat? Do they still have that? They don't have that anymore, but yeah, they used to have a paddle boat with... Yeah, people doing stuff. Dreamworld, it's called Dreamworld, but they had a lot of gold prospector stuff going on. Did you ever notice that? Like, what is that? That's not... Well, that was just a section of their park. Like, that was with the minecart ride. And... Yeah, but like the paddle wheel, it went past like some gold mining people or they something. They did have a lot of old-timey stuff, because they also had the old cars, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 1920s yes. cars, but now on they've the been track. updated. They've still got cars on the track, but they're now updated to better cars on the track. Mm, it's time for an upgrade. Mm. <laughs> They don't do the old-timey cars anymore. Soon they'll be Priuses, which would be ironic because they are actually electrically powered. Yeah, train rides are kind of lame. They really are. Hmm. About water rides. There's the water rides, like the log rides and the rapids and stuff. But then there's actually water parks, bumper boats. This sounds... What's a bumper boat? That looks fun. <laughs> oh, it's like I... dodging cars, but with boats. I want to go on bumper boats. Because that's the extra. If you can really knock someone good, you might knock them out into the water. I do think that water parks are the best 
theme parks. Oh, yeah, I'd prefer water slides to most other theme parks. I don't like water parks because I'm very pale, and by the end of the day, I'm just in pain from sunburn. Yeah, there's crap you got to deal with when you go to a water park. Like, you're cold when you're waiting in line because you're all wet. Sunburnt, cold, and essentially covered in pee water. Because that's the problem, is when you get into the water there, it feels cold. But then you do the slide, and you sort of get used to it, and then you walk around and you're cold again because you're out of the water. By the time you get to the front of any other queue, you've dried up again and you touch the water and it's cold. <laughs> so it's just going cold to cold to cold to cold. They are fun. I do like water slides. You know when you hear urban legends and just ruins everything for you? I don't know where it was or when it was, but someone put razor blades in a slide. Like... <laughs> so now you can't. I, I can't a lot of it. urban legends involve razor blades. They do. They're it's... a very scary thing. That, that is. It's very readily available, very hard to see. I don't know if that ever actually happened. I just... Ugh. Ugh. It's my problem. I'll deal with it. Getting attacked with an axe sounds better than being attacked with a razor blade. Absolutely. Because getting slashed up by a razor blade sounds horrible. Yeah, especially this... if it's fatal. Like, I'd prefer to fatally be attacked by an axe than fatally mm. attacked by a razor blade. Yeah, get it over with. Yeah. Yeah, would you rather die from someone shooting you in the face or from paper cuts? Yeah, no. That's going to take a long ass time. And razor blade, they're too sharp and little and pointy. Oof. See, paper cuts, you can make people cringe just by saying paper cut and mm-hmm. then listing a body part. <laughs> it's true. Paper cut toes. Yeah. See? Especially if it's like slink messed up, like paper cut between the toes. <laughs> Any webbing hmm. on your body, paper cut underneath the earlobe. Yeah. No, I think probably the worst coupling you can have, and I apologize to anyone who will cringe for this. I think I know where this is going. Is paper cut eye. Oh, oh, we don't want that. Paper cut eye is probably the worst. So that's permanent damage. Pretty much everything else you paper cut will eventually grow back. Is that what you thought I was going to pick? I thought you were going to say like testicles or something like that. Or like your butthole. See, testicles you could say and that would be horrible, but only to like half our audience. That's true. Eyeball, that's... That's universal. Yeah, and that's going to stay with you. Like, oh, we apologize to our listeners. I don't know. I mean, in the choice of like torture being done to like testicles or eyes, I would probably be more protective of my eyes. As much as it's not manly, like as Mm. a man, you're no, 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 I protect my balls at all costs. Yeah, no, I need my eyes more than my balls. Yeah. I mean, they're both round, soft and squishy. Yes, they're both very tender and sensitive. (laughs) And I do need both of them a lot. Like they're very important to me. But if I had to choose, I mean, because what's the point of having balls if you can't even see what you're doing? (laughs) And plus, if somebody is attacking your balls, you can look away. (laughs) You can always look away. If somebody's attacking your eye, you're you're seeing something coming directly to your eye, getting closer and closer. Uh, uh, uh. This is a horrible episode. This this (laughs) took a really dark turn. I wasn't prepared for this. (laughs) This is the one I won't even want to listen to now. (laughs) But also, you lose your eye. If you're blind now, there's more of a chance of your balls getting caught in things. If you lose your balls, there's much less chance that you're going to get your eyes caught in things. <laughs> if I have to make a choice, I'm going to put my testicles in the vice. <laughs> and water rides, they got rapids. Did you ever go on the rapid ride at Dreamworld? Yes. Because you can't do that anymore. Yeah, that's not a thing anymore. Which is sad. You... That was a... Because that's a safe ride as well it was. It's one of those, everyone had to go on it. Do you know what happened with the ride? It flipped or something, didn't it? Yeah, it flipped. I think there were two kids that were thrown clear. Wow. That were safe. And... Everyone else got crushed under it or something. Yeah, two others got crushed under it and two others got pinned down and drowned and now no one goes on the ride anymore i picked a lovely lovely topic for us and you are just determined to make this a dark horrible episode aren't you (laughs) oh yeah paper cuts on the eyes and people dying and drowning come on cotton candy (laughs) Uh, clowns and mickey mouse man (laughs) 
No, we'll just talk about all the dark things about theme parks. All the urban <laughs> legends about people getting killed at Amazons and pedophiles. <laughs> we, we really... And people getting killed at Dreamworld, which is actual fact. Imagine Mickey Mouse in a mousetrap, huh? <laughs> Thanks, Ben. But yeah, no, everyone had to go on that ride when it was mm. a thing. I wonder what they'll replace it with. I hope it's something cool and new. They're probably going to replace that whole section now. Yeah, they just got, like, they can't even it's have, all like... closed the... down. Because you can't get the chairlifts gone. Wow. Which, that was a way to get from one end of the park to the other. Now they just close it down. Just walk, you fat bastard. <laughs> That's what they're telling you. I guess that maybe they're trying to get away from the whole mining thing now. They're like, well, things need to look new and not developed before electricity for people to trust our rides. Turns out people like electricity. <laughs> Apparently, people don't like the concept of living like prospectors out in the middle of the bush. Although we did have a ride where there was red belly black snakes that bite you and mines cave in. People try to blow you up with dynamite. It's a great ride. What about dark rides? That's the cart that goes into a dark room, isn't it? Well, it says it overlaps with both train rides, water rides. Because that could also be like the tunnel of love or something like that, where you go in. It's basically just a dark room you can make out with a girl or whatever you choose. I think of when they say dark rides, I think of like one of those ghost trains. Basically, you go in a dark room and they put whatever the hell they want in there. Whatever the theme happens to be. Ghost trains are only scary once. And like once in the entire ride. And that's when the guy who's dressed in that fucked up makeup or mask jumps out and goes, Gah! And that's not even scary. That's just surprising. Because you know it's coming. You just don't know when. But that was always my fear as a kid. I was just around every corner. I'm like, where is this guy? Where's I, the guy? Like, I know there's a guy that's going to jump out. I know he's not going to hurt me, but I know he's going to surprise me. And that kind of makes me feel antsy. Just get it over with. But everything else is Weird. lame. Yeah, it's some like fake skeleton or like some fake ghost or some like devil head comes out and it's all just paper mache. If you have a fear of paper mache though, that is a scary ride. No, there is the urban legend about a ghost train that used real dead bodies. Oh, wow. But how long could they use them for? Because they'd like decompose, you know what I mean? Like, did they embalm them first? Did they have to get a fresh supply? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the logistics of this. Well, I know that sort of happened in real life with Disney World. For the pirates of the Caribbean ride. They didn't like how the skeletons looked like the fake ones, so they actually talked to a medical hospital about getting real skeletons, and there were real skeletons on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Wow. I'd like to donate my body to Disneyland. Oh, when it came out as confirmed, there are lots of people who that was their thought going like, yeah, 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 you can put me in the Pirates of the Caribbean, that's cool. <laughs> Give me need to refurbish it, you just want to put more skeletons. I don't want to aid medical science. I want to be on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. <laughs> See, that's your grandpa right there. <laughs> Do you imagine if Disney World decided, all right, let's build an attraction that's called the Castle of Skeletons. You walk around it and there's all these skeletons in poses and we just use volunteers who donate their body to Disneyland. Because there'd be enough. They'd probably make it in the rider, like, you know, you sign the contract that I donate for them to do whatever they want with your skeleton. That's when I hesitate. Like, well, I want to be the cool skeleton. Don't make me do something stupid. I know that I'd probably be used in different parts. Like, you know, I'd be like scattered rather than a whole skeleton or it'd be like, I'm picking my nose. They put like, a 70s wig on me or something like I'd be dressed as Prince nothing cool I wouldn't be Johnny Depp in this situation I know that but if some weird guy came up to you and said like can I have your skeleton to do anything with it that I want you'd kind of be iffy yeah, like, but if Disney says it you're like eh they're not going to do anything too messed up they don't go beyond PG <laughs> there's only so much they can do with it <laughs> but that's real as far as the Caribbean ride it has real skeletons it had it might still have they might have had to change that that's cool see it while you can people 
<laughs> I always get Ferris wheel and merry-go-round mixed up. Well, they're both wheels. It's just one's yeah on the ground and one goes up in the air. They got transport rides here, which I believe that the, the train tip- rides, wasn't yeah. it? Monorails, chairlifts, trams, the trains. So that's different to a train ride? Because I thought a train ride would be a transport ride. I think it's both. Because it's not necessarily... Because the train ride might come back to where it started and you can't get off anywhere, whereas I... Because I've been on roller coasters where the cart was themed like a train. I know at Disney World they have Gold Rush Mountain or something like that where you're on a train technically, but it plays out like a roller coaster. You're not on a train. I'm going to go and say that transport rides aren't actually rides. They're just transport because it's not fun. Whoever gets to a place and goes, let's ride the chairlift. Why? Not just to get from point A to point B quicker. Exactly. When you go skiing, you don't go on the chairlift ride. You go on the chairlift. Skiing, that's the ride. I think they're just trying to milk it here. Remember at SeaWorld used to do that because they have a chairlift right near the entrance that can bring you right down to the back of the park and then you make your way back to the front which is clever that's the upside is that you get to look down and see everything those sea world always annoyed me because it's got four rides it's basically just a show they got a corkscrew they got something where you're on jet skis they're these little viking boats and they're the bermuda triangle and the rest is just hey look at this whale look at these people on skis there's no other rides my dad was a vet and when i was very young i got to go backstage at sea world i guess there was a sick seal or something that he helped with i don't really know i didn't care i just you know when they're in the performance center the main pool where the jet skiers come out you know how at the back there's like that little fortress i don't know what you call it, a fort with the logs with the points at the top i was in that oh cool and there's like a boat in there as you'd imagine it would be <laughs> and like seals and stuff and i'm like this is pretty cool you know Did when you get you- to pat seals and stuff no no i couldn't touch them <laughs> i just had to stand there and be good <laughs> You're like in this awesome place. You're like, wow, this is amazing. Now stand here and be good, Gov. Oh, I want to go break things. <laughs> can I at least have a go on the jet ski? No, but you can watch other people on the jet ski out in the audience with everyone else. Well, no, you can't go out in the audience. You need to stay here so you can watch it from the back so it doesn't mm. look as good and from a really obscured view because you can't mm. really see outside the fort. Can I touch the seals? No, don't even look at them. You're spooking them. <laughs> Just look at the boat. Look, it's very sick. It's very important you don't disturb them, okay? Just stand over there. Over there. Face the wall. (laughs) I had the best time. So that's all the different types of rides. They didn't have merry-go-round. Does I mean, that fall it, under a train ride? Is it a or flat a roller? ride? It probably would be a flat ride. It's flat. Because it's like a Gravitron that just doesn't go very fast. What's a twirl-a-whirl? Click on that. A oh. tilt-a-whirl. Oh, tilt-a-whirl. <laughs> twirl-a-whirl. I think tilt-a-whirl I is kind of like a Gravitron that it's turns you on your side. Oh, okay. I think that's what it is. How can they not have a picture? They do. It's there. Yeah, but it doesn't really show what it is. Is it like the teacups? Oh, no. So there you go. You sit. It's like a merry-go-round and a Gravitron at the same time. So it goes around, but also the thing you're sitting in goes around so you're doing a circle while doing a circle and also you got a tilt yes and it goes up and down it's the greatest thing for making people throw up did you ride the teacups i have ridden the teacups yes that was yeah that's a highlight <laughs> you just grab the thing and try and spin it as hard as you can while but i think spinning. because you're focused on that because you're focusing on a point in the middle while you're spinning so i think you're actually that stops the vertigo yeah. whereas the people who don't do the spinning always sit there going oh, oh. i feel sick <laughs> so really it's just a chance to make your friends sick and you're spinning around and around so there's a good chance it's just going to end up on you. Because then you try and go as fast as you can. And then after you've gone as fast as you can, you try and go as fast as you can the, the other, other way. way to get them. And then your friends throw up. It lands on you. They should and call... then you just yell at them. <laughs> Why'd you throw up? <laughs> they should call that ride poetic justice. You want to ride the poetic justice? Mm-hmm. We're going through this page backwards because we kind of jump down to the bottom, which is the rides and attractions. Yeah. And now we'll go back to the other stuff. Because they have the different types of admission that you can do. There's the 
pay as you go and there's the pay one price which i have noticed this with different amusement parks for example the Eka, not an amusement just a carnival or whatever and you pay to get in but then you got to pay to use everything i hated that like as if my parents were ever going to pay for me to go on a ride yeah that was it always limited the amount of rides you could do they sometimes had show bags there where you could get discount tickets but then it's just a discount and you're paying for the show bag when we used to go to the Eka, we used to always get a show bag that had that at the beginning because a lot of them would have buy one get one free and so my brother and i could go on more rides then because one of us would go for free if it was a case of okay there's only so much money allocated for the day i want that all to be in show bag did you ever get the newspaper and go through all the show bags that you're gonna get oh yeah yeah Yeah, i remember at primary school that was a big thing would some kid would bring it to school and we'd get it out and be like this one's awesome this one's awesome okay that's how much you get in this one so you know what there's a toy there there's the lollies okay all right well then compare it to this one the price and you know how many can i get well that's the thing too they always put that bit of information on there where it's like this $15 show bag it's got $35 $35 worth of stuff in it. <laughs> yes. They always put that down there. That's what so it's worth. As a kid, you'd be doing the math going like, this is how I get the most amount of stuff. If I get the gummy bear one, you don't like gummy bears. I don't care. Look how much stuff it's got in it. I'm making money off this. Do you understand? That's $20 I just made by buying this show bag. Because you had to get one epic one, maybe one medium one, and then a couple of- Those small penny ones. Yeah, like a dollar or two dollar mm-hmm. ones. Like the birdie beetle one was always only like a dollar or something. Yes. That's the cheap one where you get like, you know, six pieces of chocolate and you're like, well, I got a show bag and chocolate tastes like crap. And then you'd have people that weren't going to the Eka, but would give people money who were going to the Eka so they could get them show bags. And that's when you start doing a chop and change on them. (laughs) All right. You can have the Bo Peeps. I'm not going to eat them, but I'll take your sherbets. I miss the show bags, actually. I wouldn't mind just going back for show bag alley. That's pretty much the whole point to me. I walk away with a whole bunch of chocolate. I wouldn't like to go to the Eka because I don't like being around a lot of people. The last time I ever went to an Eka, I just remember. At the end of the day, it's really busy. You're tired. You're now carrying stuff and you're just trying to get out and there's mm. just people everywhere. That's when you lose your shit. Just get out of the world. Ah! There's sauce everywhere. So that's what stops me. Maybe they should open a shop of show bags. Would that work? People are like, it's a show bag. It's just a shop selling stuff in bags. You normally, when you buy stuff from a shop, they put it in a bag for you. No, these are show bags. See, $35 worth of stuff. Only $15. <laughs> you could probably open that up, a show bag store. If you actually just opened it up where the Eka's on every year. If they just had that open Mm. all year round, people would go. I'd go. I'd be more inclined to go and I'd go much more regularly than the Eka's on because there wouldn't be people there. Could do like a show bag. You know those pop-up shops? It's just a show bag like stall. We've got the world's greatest. We've got the Birdie Beetle. We've got the Dara Lee. (laughs) Yeah, you'd have to get a bunch of companies on board to make it work. Get them to throw together decent show bags that you could sell. And that's advertising for them. Whoever's listening today, we've got some genius ideas coming out there. Oh my God, the roller coaster show bag. It's just got a coaster that rolls in it. <laughs> I think but we've, if we've given it to them, they're not going to buy it. <laughs> Damn it. Though if we sell them in show bags, like if we make the show bags you the can... price of the coaster and then just throw in a bunch of other shit with it. And we only sell it in show bags. You could get a normal coaster that says not a roller coaster on it. In the roller coaster show bag, you get a roller, you get a coaster, and you get a roller coaster. And we can have like bonus little wheels that you can take off the old wheels and attach the new ones. Oh yeah. And like the a... new ones could have like flames on them or something. Like you used to do with slot cars and stuff. Like, yeah, oh, these ones have better traction. These ones are for off road so if you're having a picnic and you need a roller coaster with pay as you go down here they got the advantages <laughs> i like that someone's gone through and it's like, a pros and cons list someone's figured this out for us because we've all done this okay for pay as you go the advantages are guest
guests pay for only what they choose to experience, allowing them to visit the park for short periods of time. So you just rock up, you do what you want to do. If you're just a roller coaster enthusiast and you just want to jump on the roller coaster, you just pay for the roller coaster. Because let's be real, the pay one price, it's expensive. Mm -hmm. You're paying for the whole thing. And then you feel the pressure on you to like, no, I've got to ride everything. I have to do everything. You don't even like that. I don't care. I paid for it. I'm going to use it. That is true. You always try and get your money's worth. You try and stay to the very last minute, go as early as possible. But if you're paying as you go, you're like, yeah, I can only afford to stay for this many hours anyway. But I'm a cheap person by nature. So pay as you go does not work for me. Like I'd walk around going, uh, no, I wouldn't spend that on it. Especially when they have like some half-assed haunted house or something. <laughs> but you walk out and go, I feel really ripped off. Meanwhile, if you paid more money to enter the park and everything was free, like more money than it would have cost to go on all the rides, I still would have gone in and gone, yeah, that was all right. I enjoyed that. <laughs> Attraction costs can be changed easily to encourage use or capitalize on popularity. That's more from the amusement park owner's point of view in that each individual ride can be owned by different people. Like yeah, because you just have in. to have the space and hire it out. It's literally like a shopping center. That shop fails. It doesn't matter. It's an attraction. And then when it goes, we'll get a new one. It says in disadvantages, the first disadvantage is Garth. <laughs> right there. Yep. Because it actually says guests may get tired of spending money almost continuously yep. which in summary Garth that's me <laughs> exactly what you were whinging about then I'm just like I can't do this this continuous spending of money I don't like a trickle effect I'll do one lump sum up front for some reason I'm comfortable with that even though probably add up to more <laughs> so you would rather give someone $24 for the day than give someone a dollar an hour yes because it feels like more also then you have to carry around the money and the change when you go on the rides so I have a friend who's always pitched the idea that he would love work so much better if at the end of every hour someone came up and handed him the money that's a good point wouldn't you like if you every hour they just go oh, yeah, here's your hour keep going although I probably have much more decadent lunches <laughs> that's true because you would have collected a bunch of money throughout the day <laughs> but yeah if every hour they just handed the money to you, you put it in your pocket just there's your 20 bucks or whatever cool and, <laughs> although if you're in a lower income earning job it would be really depressing it would here's five bucks and like, sorry I couldn't get to your last hour it's both hours combined <laughs> and it depends what you did in that hour too. You get paid flat rate for an hour. Sometimes you're just standing there for an hour doing nothing or just hanging out like talking to your friend. And other hours, it's like rush hour where you're just dealing with all kinds of crap, cleaning up vomit. You still get paid the same. So you might get to the end of the hour, they give you your money and you go, that was cool. I just sat here and did nothing. Or here's your money. That's all I'm getting. Did you see what I just did? <laughs> this job sucks. <laughs> the same money I get just for sitting around. <laughs> you get a lot more disputy on your income, wouldn't you? Plus we'd be carrying around a lot more cash. So there's also a disadvantage. Guests may not spend as much money on food or souvenirs. Yeah, that makes sense because the rides are now the same as souvenirs and food. Like you don't want to spend too much so you can spend as much on the rides on the actual time-killing exercises. <laughs> the whole point of going there. I didn't drive halfway to the Gold Coast so I could pay $10 for a hot dog, all right? Though at the pay one price theme parks, they always fuck you on the food. Oh yeah, that's where they get you back. That's how they make the money. <laughs> it's like a bottle of Coke is like $8. What are they going to do? Because where else are you going to go? They you never locate these things near anything. It's always like on the highway in this bullshit nowhere place. They've essentially created a wall around a suburb and you're stuck in there. It's a captive audience, captive market. It's the same as airports. Yes. Because airports are just bullshit to leave and they're not near anything. They're all the way far away and they know this and they play on it. Oh yeah, it's $8 for a Coke. Do you have a bottle cap opener? Oh, that's $20 extra for use of bottle cap rental. Yeah, I think a coffee should be no more than five bucks. As a basic rule. 
sure, yeah. That should just be a basic fixed price. No matter where you go, it's about five bucks for a cup of coffee. Boom. No matter how good the coffee is, like, you know, it's just instant. No, no, no. This is the standard price around the world. This is how much coffee costs. But I don't know if I could drink a dollar cup of coffee. When I hear that advertised now, I'm like, no, it's too cheap. I need to pay a little more for coffee than that. <laughs> There's something wrong with that cup. <laughs> Either it's really small, probably really poor quality, it's not real milk. Probably all of those things. <laughs> how can you profit off a dollar? <laughs> so you can either pay one price or you pay well, What are the can. advantages of pay one price? Lower costs Lo- for the park operators since ticket takers are not needed. They're doing this all from the point of view of the owner of the park. That's true. They're not doing it from the point of view of the people who go. Disadvantages, price may be unattractive to guests who just want to visit the park with their families or use few attractions. The logic's the opposite of what I have. There's this huge lump sum you got to... Because there's a ridiculous price to pay to get <laughs> into an amusement park where it's all free. Yeah, you got to pay to go in, right? That's okay because then I have all of this whereas other people go well you have to pay all of that to go in I'd rather go in and use what I want we have some people who you see it a lot of water parks where they pay their admission to get into the water park they go to the wave pool they don't get in the wave pool they pick one of the little loungy chairs there and they sit there with like a book or have a nap the and hell? spend the entire day there you and their kids done, run around you could have done it at home but yeah it's just to let their kids run around and go nuts and annoy everyone else for a change so those people were good it was usually like either a mother or an auntie or something that would do that and it was a good place where you didn't have to get a locker because they were just going to sit there the whole time and yes, they and could be your locker and you knew where they were so when you wanted food you knew where to go this is my new idea we come up with a lot this episode it's a pay-as-you-go water park genius because who carries coins around a water park it's going to be impossible to hold on to it you don't make the money from people riding the rides you make the money from all the coins falling to the bottom of the pool it's like one giant wishing well it'd be cool if it had like this door that closed over the entrance to the water water slide and beside it was a little <laughs> coin, coin slot, slot and you had to put in like dollar coins tick 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 and then it opens up it's like seven bucks but you could only use dollar coins for it <laughs> and you just have change machines everywhere so you see people going down rides holding a fistful of coins yeah <laughs> So water parks do make me feel glad that we have that plastic money and it's not all papery like in America. I've taken money to water parks and just gone around with a 20 in my pocket and it survived because it's just plastic. And I'm not treasuring it because it's like an item I'm planning to spend on like a burger and a churro. (laughs) Which I think that's about 20 bucks. If you're lucky. (laughs) Do you reckon they made our money plastic because of water parks? Possibly. We've got a beach culture in this country. We need to... Gotta have money you can take to the beach. That's right. It's buried in the sand. And you can put it through the washing machine. That's the use of it yes it's probably more like some boring forgery reason who forges notes anymore like we're at the stage now that if someone pulled out a note you'd kind of suspect them anyways that's like cash like real money you're up to something you look dodgy either you made the note or you got it illegally they have like in the disadvantages here yet another disadvantage that's just you all over which (laughs) guests may generally compelled to spend hours in order to make the most of the day that's me all over that's at a disadvantage I feel like I gotta get my money's worth well that's the thing that people don't want to leave then like it's really hard to get people out of the park even when they're done they're just walking around cluttering up the place even though they're not spending any money or doing anything that's me in general life mm. I'm just walking around cluttering everything up because the other one is just like they'd have people who come for like an hour or so and then fuck off paid so you got to get your money's worth like maybe ride the same ride several times but that's the thing with a lot of pay as you go 
ones, they usually have an admission price too. Yeah. Because if they didn't have an admission price, because that's the thing that makes you want to stay. Because you want to get the money's worth from the admission price. But it's a much cheaper admission price. I think the egg is still very expensive to go into. I have no Isn't idea. It like but 30 I sh- bucks or something? It'd be something huge and ridiculous, I imagine. Mm. And but then you got to pay for everything once you're in there. Because I grew up as a farm boy, I had to spend most of my time. For me, the echo was you sit around a bunch of sheep while your mum deals with like sheepdog trials and stuff, and then you can get a show back. <laughs> that was the echo to me. There were no rides. There were no games. It was you just sit around some sheep. Be good, Garth. Yeah. Stare at the wall. <laughs> you just like you were around all these cool animals growing up, but you just had to keep staring at walls and being good. Yeah, I'm starting to put this together. <laughs> it's not what you call a typical childhood, is it? Just stand there. Don't break anything. Be good. For God's sakes, be good. Actually, come over here. Now you're helping us, which is even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Help load these sheep on a trailer. Okay, coming. And then later on, if you want a treat, we'll go look at the cows. I don't want to look at cows. I've seen cows. I gotta admit, I'm kind of envious of your description of getting a whole bunch of different show packs and checking out different rides. And why could I have that? That sounds like a cool <laughs> idea. Well, uh, I reckon an Eka, even if you're going reasonably cheap, there is at least an easy three hundred bucks. Oh yeah, day. easy. Yeah, if you want to do anything. Yeah, if you want to go on like some rides. So I remember last time I went there, went on this slingshot ride first. Up. Just shoots you up into the air on some bungee cords. You're in a ball attached to some elastic bands. And after doing that, all the shitty rides they had there looked too lame, and we didn't <laughs> want to do any of them. <laughs> It's just like a bumper car that goes around in a circle. No, thank you. Yeah, we're good. Even the roller coasters were like, Not nah. good enough. And they go up like 10 feet in the air anyway. Ecker, as opposed to a theme park. Like, theme parks and amusement parks, they're there every day. So you can trust the rides. I don't like anything that's been put together a week ago. <laughs> that's the advantage. Although, if you've been to Dreamworld, like the Claw, if they still have that. Yeah, they still have that. It breaks down constantly. I don't know what the deal is. It just spins around in a circle, really. Yeah, it goes back and forth and spins around. For some reason, that just breaks. Every time I've been there, it's been at some point closed down. Hmm. And what's even worse is like you were just on it and then they close it off and go, oh, it just needs some repairs. Wait, what? (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) So what are the other types of amusement parks? Educational theme parks. Yay. Shoot me now. Oh, oh, Holy Land. Holy Land Experience. There's two. The Holy Land Experience. Is that sort of like, it's like going to heaven? I don't know. Do you reckon they got like a trailer for Holy Land on here? Let's find out. Holy Land 2. Well, they can take you on a tour. There's a documentary. They're covered. I just want a short video because I know I'm going to get bored of this. Bored of this real quick. How many times do you think they're going to say Jesus? In Orlando, Florida. There we go. There There's we a go. guy dressed as Jesus. Oh, yeah. they got to have Jesus. He's like their Mickey Mouse over there. <laughs> <laughs> Is that sacrilegious or sacrilegious? You're just saying that because there's a Hungry Jacks out up now. Yes. That's exactly why. I think I know where I'm going on the way home. I think that girl's why is Mary. She why is she English? Because Jesus was English. I'm pretty sure they had English accents in uh, Jerusalem. It just looks like the, the Aladdin movie. You beat me too. I was going to say, this is like they're on the set of Aladdin. Oh, there's see- Jesus. Where's Robin Williams? I don't see him anywhere. I wonder how many times a day Jesus gets crucified. <laughs> Oh, look, he's healing a person. <laughs> he's healing some blind person. And for some reason, he has a microphone. Well, yeah, it's part of their play. I'm blind guy who can see thanks to Jesus. Number three. He does kind of look like Jesus, though. That's not what Jesus looked like. That's what the paintings of Jesus that were made long after Jesus. I mean, fictional Jesus. Oh, fictional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one who's got the six pack. A nice tan, but still wide enough. Hmm. Oh, my God. He's getting whipped by Romans. There he is getting is crucified. Is it the same guy who plays Jesus the whole way through? Or do they have a bunch of them? I don't know if they really crucify him. So you can 
can see the nails sticking out of him. They're doing all right there. They've done well with the visual effects. Yeah, they have done that well. They really got some detail in it. He's got blood all over him. Oh, no, you can see the handles, like, he's yeah, where his on. hands went through. This place is so fake. You can see the handles. They didn't really crucify him. For no, some reason, there was an explosion in where they buried him. Yeah, Jesus exploded after they oh, crucified him. I bet that's where he whipped the moneylenders. Did you know that? Jesus whipped people. Did he whip them? I thought he just trashed the place. He trashed the place and whipped them. It's in the Bible. They tend to glaze over that because we're not big on remembering Jesus as a whippy type of person. No. We remember him on the other side of the whip. They really carried on about that. Never mentioned, oh, by the way, he whipped people too. Thus kind of justifying that it's okay that if you think something's wrong, you can whip them. So do they have any rides here? Doesn't look like it. It's like walking into a play. It is a bit. If you've ever seen a 12-year-old's Christmas play, you've seen the Holy Land experience. That's pretty much it. Acting quality looks about the same too. Yes. Which the first video here is just someone excited about coming to Holy Land. And he's got a stupid mustache. Yeah, which is, I don't know if that'd be the highlight of my life. I wouldn't record it and put it on YouTube, that's for sure. Unless I did something really terrible, like pushed Jesus. Says there are approximately 43 exhibits in the park. They say exhibits, and that's including restaurants and shops. And the toilets. Tax status. <laughs> a four year That's like the biggest section fight. on this is like on the tax status of, hey, if we talk about Jesus, we should be tax exempt. This is a religious thing. Is it an amusement park or is it a religious? I'm pretty sure they should be paying tax for that. Because I don't know if you could count it as a church. No, you shouldn't and you couldn't. And I've never been there, having nothing to do with it. The podcast's official stance is that the Holy Land experience should be paying tax. <laughs> I don't care. I don't live in that country. I don't benefit anything from their tax. That's true. Pay tax, don't pay tax. I don't care. It's the principle of the thing. They lived here. It's not even our tax laws. <laughs> it affects us not at all. Well, it could in some way. Like that tax money could have been paid to do something that stopped America from doing something else. And nah, they- I'd probably make America do something else. It's true. They could afford to do it. Yeah. Rather than doing like any wars or anything, they should just start more stupid educational theme parks. <laughs> Yeah, non-for-profit theme parks. That's what they need. Oh, they got Holy Land, USA, which is apparently a different place. How many of them do they have? There are a lot of God There was one we saw before that had Buddha in it. And there was a picture of Buddha up or down. Up or down. That's the two directions they could go. And Chessington World. Chessington World. I thought it might have been a Buddhist. There we go. Rides and attractions. They got the Dragon's Fury. Which is a roller coaster. Which is a roller coaster. They have the Rattlesnake, which is a roller coaster. Yeah, like a little roller coaster. It's a roller coaster. They've got the Vampire. Which is a roller coaster. Which is a roller coaster. Oh, Oh, so that was all the roller roller coasters. So they have... Four. Four roller coasters. The Scorpion Express as well, which I missed out somehow. The flat rides, they've got... Pirate ship, Black Buccaneer. Black Buccaneer. That's oh, that's cool. I've been on a pirate ship like that. That's Are a... they any good? They're all right. Like, you just go back and forth. It's like... Yeah, They're not great. You ever been in a cradle? Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Some of them even do, like, all the way around. And that would be cool. But mostly back and forth. Cobra. You got the Cobra, which... You sit facing outwards and I'm on a and... tilted thing and I'm guessing it twirls. Yeah, it probably spins. And it follows a track. Your dream World's actually got ah. something a lot like this now. So it spins and it goes side to side as well. And, and as so well as spinning, spinning around in circles. I like that as humans, we've evolved to a state where what we want, what we're willing to pay money for is a thing that moves us around in a different way. I'd pay money to be spun upside down and side to side at the same time. You got that? You got one of those things? Yeah, they got the monkey spinner just on the chairs going around in a circle. And then, oh, that's where the Ramses. Hey! They got like a boat one where you go around in circles. I, I'm taking it as a kid's ride. Yeah, they're little boats. They'd be sabos, I think. 
think. They got Dragon Falls, which looks like his standard log ride. I log rides are always boring until that last little bit at the end where you go down. That's all a it slope. is. That's all the whole ride is. The ride is going down a hill. The Gruffalo River Ride Adventure, which doesn't have a picture. Which is scary. It's a dark ride. What it is? You get in a cart, you go into this dark room, and Janine Gruffalo just comes out and goes, <laughs> and you go, damn, that's scary. You used to be funny. They got the Hocus Pocus Hall, which seems to be. It's just a house. It's a house of mirrors. Ah. The place actually sounds cool. Can we go there? Yeah, where is it? It's in England? <laughs> Chessington sounds like English. Yeah, next episode we'll just record from Chessington. Britain's wildest adventure. Okay, so it's in Greater London, so it's just outside London. Why didn't I go there? I was over there for a while. I like that their uh, logo looks strikingly similar to the Dreamworld logo. It does. I wonder if they got the stats of Dreamworld on here. Boom. See? Same logo. Yeah, same logo. Because where are the rides? Oh, uh, here we go. Just below that. Park layout. They got the Main Street. Oh, there you go. The animals. animals. Shearing. They, they do a shearing chase? The big red car ride, which is a Wiggles roll in Wiggles World. They have Wiggles. Wiggles World there now. Yes, that's the little kid area. Ava's Vintage Cars, which now their Vintage Cars are sponsored. Oh, so they do still have the Vintage Cars. Buzz what was the log ride? Flow Rider? No. Sheet Wave Attraction. What the hell is that? Gingy's yeah. Glider. They got Tiger Island, the Wipeout. What's yeah. Zombie Evolution? A Scare Maze. Rocky Hollow Log Ride. They still got the Rocky Hollow Log Ride. Uh, yeah, that's the one I was thinking of, yeah. That's out the Speed, back. Speed, 50 kilometers an hour. Bullshit. <laughs> it does not go 50 kilometers an hour, does it? I just wanted to point out the Zombie Evolution. I, I like to point out typos wherever possible. Oh no, it's not. It's an evil Ocean. It's a laser skirmish, so it's probably the alien vs. predator thing is now a zombie thing. Once the movie got old, they just went, well, zombies never get old. <laughs> That's all the rage now. Walking Dead's a thing. <laughs> So, Garth, what did you think of this page? I would rate this a pay-as-you-go out of a possible goose in the face of Fabio. Because <laughs> <laughs> let's face it, it doesn't get any better than a goose in the face of Fabio. No, it doesn't. It's pay-as-you-go. It's, it's what Unless you Unless you're Fabio. Even then, like, the, the publicity he could use. So. It's like, what are the odds, though? That's a high number. That's one person out of, like, seven billion. I'm sure, statistically, I'm in the right place here. I think it's good, but I couldn't help but feel, you know, like, I want to save my money to get the show bag at the end out of this whole Wikipedia page. I like that we got to learn about all the different rides in the world. Honestly, because of where we've grown up in Brisbane, we only really know about the Dreamworld, Wet n Wild. Well, that was really comparing the two types of parks. It was either Dreamworld or Eka. Yeah, that's because they're the two relatable points that we have. <laughs> that's all. And like, there's a bunch of people in our audience just going like, huh? Mm, we've got people in Melbourne and we've got people, we actually have fans in Asia, believe it or not. They probably don't know what an Eka is. You don't need to know. It's not important. <laughs> If <laughs> you want to know what the Ecker is, just check out Carney episode. Yes, this is all circular. But that's our points of reference for everything. I like that we got to see other countries. This Chessington, that looks like a really cool park. Yeah, there are so many great theme parks that haven't got to visit. And they're all the way in like different countries on the other side of the world. So mm, will we get to visit it? Yeah, when are we ever going to go? If you happen to be the owner of Chessington Park and you want us to record there or something, yeah, hit us up. I'll go. Yeah, we'll do that. I don't think the ticket price for the admission is what's holding us back on <laughs> <laughs> if you own an airline and you're happy to fly us anywhere. Yeah, if you can fly us over there, give us some accommodation. And I know this is probably the biggest ask, but free hot dogs don't make us pay for the food we'll do a live podcast right there you can make us you can make a spectacle we could be on their wikipedia page as one of the the attractions we could wiki review we'd uh, be a podcast. flat ride yeah it would be a flat ride it'd be pretty flat there <laughs> <laughs> we go well that was a flat experience so all in all you get what you pay for that's my point what did you think of this one yeah i thought that it was a good page i would give this one a 53 out of 72 okay yeah yeah don't want to explain why just that's my score. Yeah, that's fair enough. I don't think it needs explaining, to be honest. No. <laughs> 
That's it. It's good. It's a good page. We're good. We're happy. We're good. We're happy. That's yeah. enough. All right. I've been Ben Grohl. I've been Garth Remington. And we'll talk to you next time. <laughs> Rush us on the way out. Email us at wikireviewpodcast at gmail.com. Theme is I Live for the Bass Drum, provided by our buddy DJ Searle. All other music by Matt Graw.